Yeah, man. Last night I was getting my boogie oogie on. Ghana beat South Korea. We was outside eating Korean chicken. Hope you added some kimchi on that with that thing. And I was driving by with some homies, and we we caught we caught brother Ye in traffic driving by. Oh, you actually saw him in Maryland. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. I was like, "Is that? Hold on, I just saw a nigga with security and white men, and I was confused. And then they said it was Kanye West. I was like, "What? Yeah, he was in Maryland last night. Yeah, moving lost." But hey, salute to that brother. How have you been moving out in the streets, Jamal? Chopper suit convos. Chopper suit convos, extendo fabrics. You know what I mean? I've been moving very healthy. You know how I do. Just been chilling, staying productive, getting ready for a wedding that I do next weekend. Might have to do a random little Sweet 16 this weekend. Never done no Sweet 16 before. I usually do shit for adults only. So we're going to see how that's going to be. You know, just staying productive, trying to be the best version of me. All right, Mary, Mary. So, what's up? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We must say the baby gangster is now free. Is BG, he? BG is now free as of about 10 minutes ago. Christopher Dorsey, are you serious? Yep, he's free, even though his son, T.Y., is currently incarcerated. I was wondering why he wasn't there, and I found out that T.Y. is in jail. So free T.Y. now. But his dad is out after, someone said 17 years. I thought he got locked up in like 2010, but I really, I guess it was um like 2007, 2008, mm. 2006 maybe. I don't know. You know, I can't count. Oh, well, it says in 2009, he was arrested in a traffic stop. Right. Uh, yeah, that's not 17. Then February 11, 2010, he appeared in court and pled not guilty. And in July 18, 2012, he was sentenced to 14 years. Hmm. So supposedly he got out a year early. So kudos to him. I know his family's happy. That's what's up. You know what I mean? He missed the whole 2010s, but at least he's free now. He gets to live the rest of his life. Yeah, man. BG is now... According to Wikipedia, he's only 42. He's still young as hell. Hell yeah. So God bless BG, one of my favorite rappers as a youngster, because he's a part of one of the greatest groups of all time, the Hot Boys and N.A. He got a classic album, Chopper City in the Ghetto. A lot of people say they like Checkmate more or It's All On You, Volume 2. Hey, man, it all depends on how you feel, but... Shout out BG. And I don't know, did didn't didn't the big eagle say that BG's gonna sign back the cash money? I mean, he probably doesn't have a choice. Hey man, what do you mean he doesn't have a choice? It's not like 2007 where you got Koch out here giving people deals. You have Empire. Yeah, but get some top side beats and go in. Or maybe he doesn't want to rap. Who knows? Yeah, I think he needs a little bit of time to like adjust and catch back up. You know what I'm saying? Well, who am I to say what he needs? But you know what I mean? I just feel like a lot has changed. I mean, he probably knew what an iPhone was before he went in. See, I mean, yeah, he, he went in 2012. Yeah, so he, he, he's not doing too bad. But he don't know what Twitter, probably about Twitter and stuff. I mean, by 2012, Twitter was rocking. 
Yeah. Well, what about Instagram? Yeah, that he wouldn't know. But yeah, 2012, uh, 2012, I was on Instagram. Yeah, niggas was having it 2012, 2013. It's all about if he adjusted back then. You know, some people were stubborn and were like, man, I ain't doing that or doing this. Yeah, like I didn't do a, what's that joint? Tumblr? Yeah, I, I skipped that. Me too. I skipped Tumblr too. But I knew a lot of honeys on there and they were some of the best ones out there. Shout out to the Tumblr sisters, the artistic sisters out there. I dated a girl with a Tumblr, so I was familiar with it, but I didn't get one myself. Just like how I am with TikTok. I'm, I'm skipping TikTok. Oh, yeah. Speaking of another rapper that's free, shout out your brother, Fat Trail. He's free, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fat Fool, DC's number one Fat Fool. It's definitely free. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited to see what he's going to be doing. You know what I mean? I'm wishing him the best on his musical endeavors, and I'm just, you know what I mean, hoping he comes out and makes some good music. It's a different climate. You know what I mean? Uh, musically, but he's young, so I think he'll be able to catch on. Yeah, I hope he's. I hope he, you know, can turn up. What's up with No Savage? Give me a DMV rap update. What's going on in the scene? Hmm. Um. Dang, I forgot this guy's name. I showed you him before. He's um. He's a pretty creative uh dmv rapper um i don't know nothing about what's going on in the dmv rap scene to be honest with you like i'm not they they haven't reached me enough man at all like sounds I, bad yeah, i always yeah, i yeah. always give them a listen whenever, like, the champion of the scene what happened i always give them a listen when like i see something pop up and it says hey this guy's cool or this guy's good but it's always the piano beat and it's always the same flow so i'm just I'm not really a fan of that flow in that piano beat. I'm just not like I need more. Um, but Euro LaFam, he's a pretty, he's one of the best, most creative artists. Um, what? Travis Scott LaFlair Jr. Euro LaFam. And to me, he's, I don't want to like, you know, group him with anybody because he don't really rap like him at all, but he's kind of like a valley valet. He's kind of in that type of lane, in my opinion. He ain't really like no turn up club, finesse two times, money bag, yo, 21, nothing like that. But I think we need like a, we need like a Drake or something, man. We need like a J. Cole or something. We need one. Cause I just don't know if we, if we can do like the fun club shit. I just don't know. But I mean, I feel like if it wasn't for Uzi, Philly would be kind of like us too. Like Uzi kind of helps them as a city, but it's not like they really are pumping anything crazy out. I just think it's like a East Coast thing that's happening, even though we're like the bottom of the East Coast. Hey man, I don't know what's that's about. You saying like do you like do you know any like like do you think Philly's a thriving rap city or is New York? The young New York thriving, yeah, they have drill, but they're not really that New York drill shit don't touch everywhere. Yeah, I mean that stuff is all right. I think the DMV rap scene, I'm not as hip. I was talking to my little cousins about it last week. All they rappers rap on the same beats and the same flow. Nobody really stands out from another. Yeah. And they don't be mixing their shit right. They should be sounding low quality and shit a lot. Yeah, Not um, Big Flock, though. I mean, his shit sounds really good. But 
this sound might sound funny, but he's almost like he's they're like two gangster without it having like a nice bop to it. Like Young Nudie's a very gangster rapper, but all his shit cranks and it's like it has a bop to it. Twenty One Savage can make like music that can get played in a party. That's where they lack at the most to me. That you can't play their music in parties or in clubs. <laughs> and if they and if and if that's all we're gonna have, that's why I'm saying we need like the Drake or the J Cole type of rapper. Like if we can't get like a street kind of rapper, like at least let us have like a J Cole or a Drake. But I don't think this area really is big on like lyricism. So yeah, it's not. You know, you know what it is. It's a you know a imitation. Yeah, but you know, southern influence and you know other places. You know, DC is the last major black city to learn how to rap. So you know, still playing catch up. So it is what it is. But uh, let's get into something that a legend that you know frequents DC because who doesn't? Everybody has to go through here. We talking about your brother Khaled Khaled. And an old comment he's talked about producers making beats on Fruity Loops and these programs. And he's saying it's called Garbage Sounds. That's what he said? Yeah. Mm. And I gotta I gotta say, get them out of there. Those aren't real. Don't let them fool you. What year was this? This was like 2017, 16, 17, mm. maybe 18. It was like on Hot 97. Back in the day, I think this is when, um, this might have been the interview when he talked about dinosaurs and all this right before he blew up with Major Key. So yeah, it might have been like 2015, 16, yeah. Dinosaurs. She was on his Jurassic Park swag. Nah, yeah, he was talking about how the industry has dinosaurs in the way, and they got to get out the way. Even though he's sounding like a dinosaur. Well, yeah, we're talking about that, but he was trying to say that, oh, the difference between me and them is that, yeah, I'm a this type of producer. I'll say, get those garbage sounds out of there and I'm going to get your real drums and whoop-de-whoop. And, you know, a lot of producers have been saying, hey, why are you dissing those beats, man? We make beats on whoop-de-whoop. It don't, what's, the, what's the problem? Kenny Beats said it, uh, other producers, uh, Charlie Heat, Sci-Hi, you know, he spoke up and said, oh, yeah, I know the difference between when a rapper wrote his verse and when he punches in, just like I know when it's a real good beat and when it's a computer beat. And then, you know, the producers are, hey, man, I've made a, I guess these are McDonald drums. And he said, oh, no, we replayed it. Isn't I mean, one? I can tell when a rapper punches in too. It's easy. Yeah. But what do you think about this beef about beats made on computers in 2022? Um, I think it's just pointless. I think there's been like I wonder, like, does Justice League use make beats on computers or do they have a soundboard? I don't think people make beats like Dr. Dre anymore. And even Timbaland said he had to um, advance his swag and like make his shit on the computer because he was like, nowadays that you know they doing everything on the computer. I, I didn't know what was going on. I had to. He had to go like in the lab and figure this shit out again. Like this was around the time when he was pushing Dreezy, and he was. This is the time when I don't know if he lied or not, but when he was saying that he added the drums on the Bryson Tiller song, um, 
Girl, I'm sorry you're not the one for me. That song. He has um, production credit on it. Yeah, this is around that time when he was saying that. So, <laughs> and you don't um, believe it, Timberland? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, so I mentioned it to someone and they they made it seem like, nah, he didn't produce that beat. Someone else did. So that's the only reason why I'm saying that. But True. I like Kenny Beats beats. Um, Lex Luger did shit on uh, Fruity Loops and those beats were fire. Yeah, Kenny Beats was cooking DJ Khaled. He, you, you know, he used the video of Khaled fake using playing the beat on the drum machine. Oh yeah, I remember. And he he did he he uh Kenny Beats said it's called you tell the computer what to program yeah because that's what Khaled said. And then he said it's called the drum machine isn't turned on yeah. Mm-hmm. Trying to act like and then he said. Another tweet Kenny Beats said is, if you didn't start a farm, plant crops, create an irrigation system, raise a herd of goats from birth, then skin the goats, fasten together the pelts with hemp, and make your own drums, your sounds are fake. Sorry, it's called too easy. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's called too easy. Hold on, Khaled said that? Yeah, he was saying like, yeah, he was saying that. He was saying that if you use a computer, it's called too easy. You ain't really working hard. Hmm. Doesn't doesn't Metro Boomin use a computer? Yeah. Yeah, he makes really a lot of producers do. Yeah, I can't really see like a major drop off in. But Metro be using machines too. I've seen. Me, that's the same thing. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's like I don't know what's the difference between a machine and a computer. It's the same thing yeah i mean a lot of producers aren't playing live drums on their beats nowhere in hip-hop of any era some of them have like death row they and manny fresh and pimp c too short dj quick they've had live instrumentalists come in and play over like with their beats but a lot of producers aren't playing the drums on their beat so a lot of a lot of hip hop beats have always been with a computer. A soundboard is a computer. Word, yeah. Oh man, I got big news for you. What's and up? All you all you commanders fans out there, the homies that made that song left hand up. Who are we? The, the commanders. They're gonna be performing at the next two games. Oh man, I hope they bring out the um. Uh, well, I don't want to be disrespectful because I, I love this player, but they should bring out the quote the so-called Sean Taylor statue, like while they're performing. Hey man, because the fact that they're performing that song is just shows you what kind of team you root for and what kind of team you guys have been rooting for since hey, I've been man. making fun. Yeah, that song's since a baby. Since I've been making fun of y'all since like two thousand three or two thousand four, like I told you guys are rooting for the worst team told you you guys are losers told you guys have the worst owner y'all used to fight me on this y'all used to say he wasn't as bad now you idiots finally have figured out how trash your franchise is and i feel bad for you but i'm happy that he's i think they're excited soon. though don't they have a winning record i mean they would be give excited us your nfl report now go ahead they, they, they would be excited about a team like this even though it doesn't mean anything like they don't want they have a quarterback. I mean, I like Taylor Heineke. I remember he was at ODU, but they have a quarterback who's not going to be a starter like eight years from now. They have a bunch of like 
players that just are fill-ins. Like, there's nothing to be excited about. You guys, put it this way. Until you get rid of that owner, you guys have nothing to be excited about. Once you guys get a new owner, I'll, I won't talk no shit. It's new beginnings. The future will be very bright. You guys will actually be able to build on something and build a real team. But you guys are still plagued from 1997, 98, whenever he bought that team. I just, I can't, you know. There's nothing good I can say about them. What else is going on in the NFL? What ha- What's happened to the Ravens again? They choked another lead. Break it down for us. Yep, they choked another lead. Um, you know, Lamar and the offense, they get busy. But, you know, it's the NFL, so defense start to figure things out. They don't have that many weapons. So, And then the Ravens' defense has been pretty bad this year, so they always give up leads. But once again, they lost under by under four points in every game that they lost like they should have they should be 11 and 0 right now so although it's alarming i'm still not really too worried they don't get beat that badly there's these are still things that they can figure out so you know i'm not like a media person who like jumps on like every little like max kellerman and greeny and them they're sickening to listen to sometimes i'm not like one of them where it's like oh we gotta just say something very very negative and you know, so it is what it is. But Patrick Mahomes is still out here doing his thing. And I think that, honestly, just to give my realistic answer, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to win another Super Bowl this year. And I wouldn't be mad about that at all. I don't know about that, but I know he's going to win the MVP. No, nah, he's going to win another Super Bowl. The Bills ain't that real. He's going to win an MVP, more likely. But he this guy, your man, L. Jack, 50% passing completion. How many no, drops nobody knows nobody nobody have? who's listening, including me, even knows what that means. How many drops did his receivers have? Fifty percent, that's Tim Tebow categories. Yeah, nobody knows what that means. It's that doesn't it. matter. Right. Remember you said NFL stats don't matter. That's one of them that really don't matter. Especially when your team loses by three less than three points and less than four points on every game. And you're you have double digit leads in every game. That's that's hard to do for one. So that shows that there's success going on in, in the team. There's just they have defensive problems. It's not on Lamar Jackson. You know how hard it is. You know how hard it is. You know how hard it is to go eleven games and have a double digit lead. Nobody's ever even done that. Yeah, but they're also saying that yeah, the defense is fucking up because the offense isn't, you know, running down the clock enough, you know, killing enough time. So the defense is on the field longer than they We've already discussed the lack of weapons and they're still an injury prone team. Like this doesn't like there's nothing that you can tell me that's still going to get his money. Yeah. Um, From the Ravens or somebody else? The Ravens. I mean, I don't know, but he's going to get his money. He's going to get exactly what he's asking for because I just told you, 11 straight games, double-digit leads. He is his team. He has There's still injuries on his offense, and he doesn't have weapons. So, I mean, people can be silly and short-sighted. But, I mean, and, the, complaining about the offense isn't going to really do anything because that's the Ravens' system. They don't care about weapons. They care about defense and special teams. That's not the point. The point is that's that... What, that's the system, though. No, that's, the point is that he is somebody that... It's worth the money because of what he can do with your offense. So if you take him away, you'll be even more trash. That's the main point. It doesn't matter if that's the Ravens system. Like we're talking about him getting a contract. Yeah, he's going to get the money. Yeah. 
but do you think it he deserves the money regardless? No, how many people got paid and never won a Super Bowl? You know how many people got paid and never won a Super Bowl? Yeah. People act like people, everybody wins Super Bowl. Everybody doesn't win Super Bowl. But the Ravens want to win Super Bowls. That's how they construct their rosters. That's why they don't pay offenses as much and they try to take advantage of the positions that teams don't prioritize, like safety and cornerback and these different positions. That's why they always would pay a Ray Lewis and an Ed Reed over a Priest Holmes that they let go to Kansas City. That's what they've always done. What I'm saying is there's, there's, there's no point of a discussion of will he, should he. Nigga, it's the NFL, and he's your starting quarterback, and he's your best player. He should get his money. Stop talking about, well, you got to win this many games and this playoffs and Super Bowl. Like, no, most people who are playing right now, most quarterbacks who are playing won't win a Super Bowl, and they're still going to get paid. Like, Kirk Cousins got his money, and he's probably not going to win a Super Bowl. I mean, we, not probably. He's not. And the organization wants to get rid of him. My cousin, he wants to slide the boy. He just got there. So don't put it on my cousin. He just got there. He wants to get Kirk Cousins out of there because he wants to win Super Bowls. And you're right. A lot of teams, they just settle because, hey, we're making money anyways. It's the NFL. We don't have certain ambitions. But you know the Baltimore Ravens are an organization – that does have the ambition for championships. They're one of the seven teams that tries hard every year. We know most of the NFL ain't really trying hard, but the Ravens are one of the seven teams that tries hard every year to construct a roster to be competitive and maybe make a playoff push. That's why I'm interested in what they'll do because maybe they might do something weird. I don't know, but like you said, he's a quarterback. That's the most valuable position He's a top five quarterback in the NFL. If you get rid of him, who the hell are you going to get to be better than that? Not going to be able to do it, so you have to pay him. But I'm interested in, will the Ravens be weird and try to do something crazy? Because look at the Broncos. You know they regret taking Russell Wilson. That brother, I didn't know he was that ugly. I saw he has eight touchdowns and five picks this year. And I know they have a lot of injuries, too, and a new coach that looks to be doofy. This is his first time at the job, but no one's saying all that. They just saying Russell Wilson sucks. His team stinks, but his team stinks. Like I think Russell will get he it. Yeah, to say it twice. They thought, but they—that's the funny thing. They thought this division was going to be the greatest division ever, and it's poo because the Chargers are legendary chokers. And well, the Chargers are also legendary injury prone. Yeah, well, everybody's injury prone, right? In today's NFL, they're saying it's because the brothers don't practice as much, so their bodies aren't used to as much, you know, punishment, so they have more RB injuries. And, and some the turf. People, yeah, and some people are saying they're smoking too much weed. Well, I'm dang well, I guess everybody's injury prone, but I just remember Antonio Gates always being I just remember the Chargers always having a well-constructed team and injuries hurting them in the 2000s. That's just something I remember about them all the time. And they would still go to like the AFC championship, but they will always have a lot of injuries on their team for some reason. Just like Kenan Allen, I finally got him back. I've been, I haven't, on my fantasy team, he's been gone since like week one. And I finally got him back. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just think, and I just think people crown the Chargers too quickly. I just, I don't know. They the whole division got crowned, and it stinks. The Broncos were supposed to be fighting for the playoffs. 
the Raiders were supposed to be fighting for the playoffs. It's a lot of flopperonis. And just Patrick Mahomes being the Don Dada, once again, shout out to him and his wife. They just had their uh, son. You know, God bless. Yeah, because, you know, Patrick Mahomes is that dude, and he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. Not even close. Ain't no competition. They try to put Josh Allen. That brother still be doing the, oh, I don't know. And Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, top 10 already. Top five already. Yeah, Actually, you can top say three it. already. No, hey, top man, three hey, already. it's your world, man. You can yeah, do whatever you want. He's, you, he's got a... your, you got your list. Nobody can question it. You got your perspective. Go ahead and break down why he's top three for you. Go ahead. I mean, you know, um, fourth year. I think he's made it to uh, one Super Bowl, two. Two AFC. Super Bowls, you forgot. He lost. Two Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think he's been to the AFC Championship every year he started, right? Except yeah. for last year, right? Did he or did he lose to the? I thought he lost. Did they lose in the championship game to the Bengals? Is that when he became a dreidel and started spinning around? I think so. Um, and just arm talent, improvis- improvising. Um, just the greatest man. I don't know. He's the greatest. He's just I've never seen Whoa, anybody as talented. How is he better than Rodgers already? Because he. I've, I've never seen anybody as talented as him. Aaron Rodgers, you, you could definitely make an argument because he's a computer. Because they're the same kind of, they're the only two that are stupid gunslingers that are the most efficient niggas and improvisers. But I also believe because I think he's already had more success in his career than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers never Aaron Rodgers has more individual accolades, you know, but you... They've been the... Yeah, Aaron Rodgers only went to one Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes has been the two. But, you know, when it comes to individual accolades, I think Aaron Rodgers has, like, four MVPs. So, And he's, you know, Patrick Mahomes led the league in touchdowns once, and it looks like he'll do it again this season for the second time. While Aaron Rodgers, I think he's done it. uh, Let's see. Aaron Rodgers led the league in passing touchdowns twice and completion percentage once. Yeah, so, yeah, and then – uh touchdown percentage four times in the interception percentage yeah see advanced analytics stuff but all right and passer rating four times if you care about that in qbr three times so yeah mahomes i think he's top 10 i think uh you know top five i'm still going with you know that's what america's team is about all sports. I said America's team. That's what America's sport is about, the championships. And I think to be top five, you need multiple. Like Patrick, uh, I said Pat Pay man, and you almost boy, you lucky boy. You got that little <laughs> Super Bowl at the end. That was fake. That nigga yeah. was cool that year. He's the worst. Do you know he's the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl? Even more worse than um Trent Dilfer. He threw for nine touchdowns and 17 picks. He was going to lead the league in picks that year, but they benched him for Brock Osweiler and, you know, said he's hurt to try to help him out to save some dignity. He was his, his neck, his neck was messed up. Yeah, so stepped up again. Him. Yeah, I guess his steroids stopped working, allegedly. But I will clarify and say I believe that Patrick Mahomes will be in the top five. Of course, he can't be top five now because it's only his fourth year as a starter. But I don't think any quarterback has started like this. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, I have to say allegedly, Jamal, because Peyton Manning, he listened to that uh, Puff Daddy lyric when he said, I put guys outside of your house because he's done that before. 
Mm. He's put guys out somebody's house when he's talked about the steroids at his house. Speaking of Peyton Manning, his teammate Marvin Harrison's son is doing his thing at Ohio State. Marvin yeah, best wide receiver in college football. He's a baller. I love that they got body rocked by Michigan. Yes, they did. I was very happy because I'm not an I'm not an Ohio State fan. Oh. Even though that quarterback they got is nice. Well, no, nah, he nice. He's I don't suspect. think he's better than Alabama's quarterback, though. But he's nice. he's a suspect. They both suspects. Nah, Bryce Young is nice. He's he's legit to me. He's a good he's a good young man, but he's a you know we'll see. He's pretty legit. He's kind of little, but he's like yeah. That's the thing. I don't think this. I think this little brother era is over. It's like Russell Wilson was the last king, but yeah, Kyler Baker Mayfield, the little brothers, they're not really working. <laughs> the little brothers. I don't and know. Something's up with Kyler, man. Like, I thought he just, was hey, he's just, what do you mean something's up? He's a hip-hop hip-hop. He doesn't want to work hard. Yeah, he's like a young. He's trying he's, to diss coaches uh, schematically, boy. Yeah, he's a part of that you to watch film. It's part of that young, spoiled shit that goes on. Yeah, he's a brat. These athletes, you know, bless up. They make it. It almost seems like in every field. The young people are, are running wild and like just being because they're making so much money they don't have being to spoiled and like older people can't tell them like there's no more like um like rite of passage type of thing anymore yeah because they're making so much money that's what it's about if you're making the money you don't gotta listen to nobody why do i have no more ray lewis's to talk to you in a corner and pray on yeah them. because who cares they're not gonna listen to you they don't know they didn't know who Deion Sanders was at Jackson State, the kids. They don't know stuff. My I'm little talking. cousin doesn't know Kanye West music. He's a junior in high school. He don't know Kanye's music. But the kids at Jackson State were all born in the 2000s. So I don't think... The same I'm, thing. My little cousin was born in the 2000s. But, I mean, I might have known who Deacon... I knew who Deacon Jones was. I knew Exactly, but that's the point. It's different generations. Them niggas... But there's only a few that I knew from Deacon Jones' era. I knew about yeah, that. that's the point. They don't know nobody. They didn't know... They were asking NBA players about all-stars from the 90s, 2000s. They didn't know these guys. That's just the generation now. They don't know stuff. They don't have to. It's, it's not weird, like... Though, they have more like information. That. Yeah, it's not like back back then it seemed like, yeah, there was like people checking you to know the history of the game, know the knowledge, do your research, give props to the OGs. But now, nah, it ain't like that. That's why it's the animosity between so-called young rappers and old rappers. That's why it is cool Nas and 21 made the song. And it's not bad. It's pretty good. It's all right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's cool to hear 21 like say like, I know he's a legend and I'm trying to be where he's at, but at the same time, I ain't, I'm not no new nigga either. I've been here for a minute. Yeah, I'm a boss too. I went platinum with before I signed a record deal. Whoop de whoop. Yeah. And I didn't, I couldn't call it that this was going to happen, but I could have guessed that Nas wouldn't have been offended by that. Yeah. He would, why, why would Nas be offended by 21 saying he's not relevant? If you listen to the album, he talks about not playing the mainstream. In algorithm game, he says algorithms. He says, "Yeah, I'm. I don't care about the charts of whoopty whoop. I'm just doing me." So that's his goal. He knows. Yeah, I used to play that game. Like I said, he's Nas has been platinum seven times. He's one of the most successful mainstream rappers ever, especially for the content he made. 
So he's played that game and succeeded. Now he's in a different phase in his career. So I don't think he would be offended. Even though if you check the Spotify top 50, he's not in it. So technically 21 is kind of right. Yeah, that's my point, though. That's what I was telling you and Quissy that, yeah, he is right. Nas is not relevant in the mains, in the mains, uh, major league rap, in the main scheme of what rap is going in the direction. Nas is not relevant. He's like just if OG he, doing his thing. That's it. Like if he drops an album, it's not going to affect the way rap sounds. Man. It's not going to make any changes. That's kind of where relevancy is. The only old nigga that can do that is Jay-Z. That's it. Nah, he's not going to change the direction musical going. Not even change, but he's going to make people do different things. Like, even he's going to make people get more introspective. Like, even shout out NBA Youngboy. He rapped on one of those 444 beats. He even wanted to do something on it. Like, that's to me, is relevance. Like, no young nigga's going to rap on a Nas beat. I get what you're saying, but I just don't think Jay Z's. Like, if he drops an album, it's not about to change the way people do music or anything. I mean, nobody. Who, what's the last rapper to do that? Playboy Cardi with a whole lot of red. Pop Smoke. There's a, there's a fake Pop Smoke out. Yeah, but he's not really doing the same numbers. Dusty Locaine, he ain't really doing that much. He's doing okay. He's, I mean, he that's his voice. I don't know. He's from there, too. Whatever. <laughs> that's his voice. I don't, yeah. No disrespect, but I don't believe it's the same thing like what no they way. did with Rich Homie. There's no way of or and future and then designer future. Lee, Lee, Lee. Rich Homie Quan and Future thing was too premature. He didn't he really don't sound like future. But Dusty Locaine, it's just like nah, he sounds like no way that, future. Go ahead. There's no way that Dusty Locaine that that's just always been your rapping voice. This is he even be like, look. I'm like, no, I'm not looking. <laughs> hey, man. But I guess you have a point like this post 2018 swag. Nobody's really going to change stuff. But I feel like Travis Scott was changing music. Drake definitely changed. Like Drake, I feel like it'll things will change when he drops music. Like, when things kind of get that happened like 2016. Things probably, get affected. like views. When he, but even with views, it wasn't, he didn't really change the sound. It was him just using Afro beats. <laughs> so that wasn't really him changing sound. It was just him being hip to, oh yeah, Wizkid, Burner Boy, Thames, these people are going to pop in America soon. Watch. Oh and yeah. And you're, with them first. and you're right about that because I haven't, besides Beyonce, which she was probably doing it at the same time, nobody else has really tried to go in the dance lane. So I'm saying, like, so that's my point. Ain't nobody be copying these niggas. The last nigga that, yeah, you can say, and even like with Pop Smoke, R.I.P., the kings of the drill shit are the Bronx niggas. The Brooklyn drill ain't really the same no more. Fabio, eh, his album, you liked it. I didn't listen to it. Uh, it right. Yeah, like, eh, I don't think that joint, like, who else they got? The Brooklyn homies. No What's your man, 22 G's? He's still active, right? Yeah, but you know, he's not, he never really got to the major leagues. He's been in the minor leagues. Yeah, and then, yeah, so it's like, yeah, the Brooklyn Drill's kind of out of there. Like, he's to me, the there. last project that really influenced people is Whole Lot of Red with the Yeet, Can Can, yeah. Autumn Summers, the little, the new SoundCloud generation of rap. Goes. 
yeah, like that's the last project. Kochi, all these Cardi kids. That's the last project that really spawned niggas. Well, the Detroit scene kind of did a little bit. There was a lot of people rapping on their beats. Yeah, there is. Like even real Boston Richie from Florida, he raps on their beats. Yeah, that's true. They helped Michigan. They helped the uh, LA get swag up too mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's true. Hmm. But hey, let's talk about um these albums coming out on Friday. You want to say Michigan, Babyface Ray, his second album of the year. At the top half, we got Face. Now we getting Mob. Have you have you heard any singles? He has a song out right now with Blast and another shorty. It's a music video and another song. But I've been avoiding them just waiting to hear the project fresh on Friday. Same with me. I'm kind of scared he's about to go back in the same direction that he did when he was working with Moneybag Yo. Because I don't really like the sound of him and Blast together. Yeah, I heard a snippet because I, I listened to a podcast he was on. It was like a fader interview podcast and i heard a snippet it didn't sound bad it sounded cool and based on what he was saying in the interview this project is him getting back to the mobbing music the detroit sound he said face was him you know experimenting and like you know the unfuckwittable ep that was him you know trying to expand but now he's going back to his roots that's Mm. why it's mob he's back to the mobby detroit sound so I'm excited to hear what he's going to be doing. I'm definitely excited. I'm really excited that he's dropping another album. This is like right up my alley, pause. Like I always do this kind of stuff when a rapper does something I like. I'll be like, oh, he needs to drop more. And people will be like, he just dropped something this year. But I'm happy he's doing this. Like I know I'm going to listen to it for sure. Yeah, it's going to be the second album I listen to probably because first is Metro Booming, man. And real quick, all of a lot of Babyface Ray's features have been good that I've heard on a few albums. Did you like his feature on the Future album, Deluxe, No Security? I think it was like, yeah. That was all right, but I liked him on... Um, I wish I wish Future wouldn't put him on Trappy Beats. I wish he had swagged out with him more. I don't know. I liked him with Lucky, and I liked him with Larry June. Yeah, true. And on Currency's joint. He blacked out on Currency's album. Yeah, so I'm excited about that, but... Speaking of Young Metro, if he don't trust you, you better fucking run or whatever Morgan Freeman said in that movie. Yo, the movie, <laughs> the movie was dope. That drum was tight. It was very well shot. His little Metro Batmobile was cool. Yeah, um, it shows Bruce Wayne and Morgan Freeman as Alfred. Yeah. I almost thought he was Commissioner Gordon because he'd be meeting him on the roof a lot when Batman be up there thinking Commissioner Gordon be popping up like, yeah. you know what you got to do now? You got to go down there and do stuff. But um, it was cool. It had Lakeith uh, Stanfield in it. Um, Nice cameo by Thugger and Ghana. Yeah. Being bad news reporters, smoking and stuff, not paying attention. <laughs> P News. P News is what it was called. But um, the effects and stuff was really really dope like i feel like he probably asked morgan freeman to do it because you know morgan freeman was narrating 21's like yeah uh, savage mode too and then i feel like he probably asked lakeith and it was like all right if we're gonna do it like it is trying to gotta be dope for real and that's exactly what it was you know lakeith was kind of like a joker 
villain of the city. And um, it was cool to hear some of the songs that are going to be on it. Like I heard two 21 songs, 21 Savage songs. Yeah. The Future song got me excited because it sounded really dope. And I haven't heard, have I heard Future with Metro in a while? Man, it's been a few years, maybe like three, four years. So I'm excited about that. I guess Metro was like, you know, I need to tap in because this album got to be good. I can't be playing no games being gone for four years and just relying on 21 Savage because I can accidentally flop. But, um, and then, you know, you hear a little oh, Chris Brown. on 21 Savage, they help each other out. We I'm, just, I'm just saying, just relying on 21 Savage and Nav ain't going to do it. Oh, Nav, that project was a few years ago. I'm just saying, isn't Nav with Bominati or is he with XO? Nah, he's with XO. Don't isn't him and Metro clicked up though? Don't they don't they work together a lot? Not really, not anymore. They did one project together, perfect timing, but then that's about it. Mm. Well, I just know that Metro probably realizes I need I need to call my big bro and solidify this because my big bro just dropped some heat this year and I gotta solidify this. I can't just rely on 21. Well, if you heard, hey, like you said, you're a 221 song. He's going to be the main artist on this. Because there's also supposed to be a song supposedly with 21 and Nudie. So maybe one of those songs have Nudie on it, or maybe it's another song. So 21 is going to be the main star of this album because that's, that's yeah, of my course. favorite artist to work with. So I figured that, but it makes me excited that he's kind of doing what made Atlanta tight in the first place. Like, you know what I mean? He's working with Future, who he has great chemistry with, but the fact that he's putting Nudie on this album, like the fact that he's not just working with Travis Scott and 21 mainly is makes me They'll excited. be there, though. You know that. And then uh, Thug, it looks like Thug and Gunna will be there, too. Mm -hmm. uh, Drake, there's footage of Drake in the studio. There was a lot of people with Metro. You know, he can get any artist he wants, any rapper would love to be on his album. So yeah, it should be dope. And he seemed very trilogy, you know. He seemed very selective in the last on his like in his last few years, in my opinion. Even though um he had Gucci on the last one. Of course, Travis Scott, 21 and don't come out. He did a project with Gucci, so you know that's his big brother. Sway Lee and Travis Scott. Like, you know what I mean? You can't do that kind of stuff. Um Space Cadet <laughs> was cool. That's gonna. 21 Savage again, 10 Freaky Girls. Travis Scott and Thug. See, Travis Scott again. They had an interview with Travis Scott. Yeah. Donna and Young Thug. Sway Lee and WizKid. Like, no. Like, <laughs> I love WizKid, but, you know, no disrespect, but get Sway Lee out of here. Um, Jay Balvin, WizKid, and Offset. He does stuff with Offset a lot. Yeah. Travis Scott, Project Kodak. Man. Travis Scott, Kodak, and 21. Like, no. Dang, you don't want Travis Scott with them? Not that much. Travis Scott, 21, and Sway Lee? <laughs> With Thug and Gunna all over the place? Oh, no. Why do you sound confused? Thug and Gunna all over the place? No. And I like these artists, but no, you don't do that for your album. You got to get the big dog future on there. And you got to let Nudie get on there. Like, are you kidding me? Like, your beats with Nudie will be foolish. Like, don't be, don't be silly and be like, cocky with this shit and be like I can do what I want only my yeah the best know. songs on this album were probably Don't Come Out the House, Space Cadet and 10 Freaky Girls yeah that like the last one didn't really 
hit in my opinion like it's supposed to whoa you didn't like it yeah it was all right nothing special he, like metro's supposed to do big things when he drops an album and yeah. this one this new one sounds like it's gonna do more than like dj khaled's album did <laughs> metro should be that's the sad thing about this generation is that out of the super producers how many, like, how, none of them made a great album for themselves. Like, you know, how Dr. Dre, The Chronic, or, you know, Puffy made his album, uh, no, uh, no Way Out, or um, even fucking... Is that, the, is that the family one? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then even, like, Pete Rock did the uh, Soul Survivor joint, the first one. Like, that's an underground classic. That has like a lot of rappers on it, like uh, of course, like Cool G, Rap, Method Man, like a lot of niggas on it. So it's like the '90s producers they made they dope album and you know put rappers on, but it's like dang, this generation I haven't seen yet. Like Southside's been talking about the 808 Mafia album for years, never happened. Uh, Zay put out an album it was it was all right nothing special i wish he continued though but i guess because that album didn't do well the label was like no thanks we're good so yeah it, i mean even swiss beats didn't really do that well with his album even though i love that song like timbaland did timbaland turned around and did well right with the white songs the remixes or no the uh, what's the one republic too late to apologize and Ill. Yeah, yeah. That worked. I mean, I like I like uh promiscuous girl. Yeah, that's the banger. That's what I'm saying. His album did numbers. So I was like, the producers, a lot of them did turn up, but and know. I like the other one. If you see us in the club, oh yeah. Yeah, they did stuff. Yeah, so hey man. But uh I think yeah, this album is called uh Heroes and Villains, the first album was not all heroes wear capes. So, you know, this is a theme he's having with, you know, superheroes, villains, good and evil. You know, so, hey, heroes and villains. Future song is called Superhero, so that lets you know, hey, that's a big part of the theme. So, hey, that would be cool. I'm excited for it. I think that, listening uh, to first, Ray, Babyface Ray or Metro. Ray, I just heard a snippet of one of his songs and it got me really excited for his album, Babyface Ray. I think I'm going to the Metro first. I have a feeling it's going to be shorter and more cohesive. And, you know, Future is going to be there. I'm going to that first. Yeah, I mean, from what I heard on the Babyface Ray joint, the kid is getting better, man. So I, I just feel like, you know, obviously that's the kind of music I live to, his type of music more. Um, just, you know, all that sliding shit is cool too but i need like certain like if i go out that week, like i probably most likely will when does it come out they both come out on friday okay so hmm i don't think i'm doing anything this friday well whenever i go out i'm listening to the uh metro joint that's that's where i need that song those songs for and just sit around and listen to that all right, back to the Nas real quick. Nas, since you're in a rapping mood, you better hurry up and rap with Andre 3000. I saw him come to your album release party in New York, and you guys took a picture. You need to rap with him now. 
uh, y'all just need to give up on hundred fifty thousand. I don't understand what's wrong with you guys. Like he likes rapping. I didn't ask for an album. He likes. He'll do a verse a year. He rapped last year with Kanye. He raps with niggas. Just ask him, Nas. He'll rap with you. I need it. Nah, well, I need to bully him into giving you more than one song a year. I mean, I don't. I'm cool. That's, That's all I need. I when I when people do stuff that I like, I need more. Damn it. Nah. Just give me one fucking verse. Nah, hey, sorry. That's all he can do, man. What's that Kendrick stuff? Kendrick, hey, I'll see you next decade, brother. Nah, he's out of here. Uh, Thank you for your services. Drake and 21 said they wrote for each other on the album. Uh, does that matter anymore? You can I, be the greatest rapper of all time and have writers, right? I think there's nothing wrong with that if you guys work together. There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Like, I'm sure that Styles and Jadakiss have helped each other. Because, you know, when they be rapping together, they be going back and forth a lot. So yeah. I know, like, if Jada says something and Styles comes and says one word and Jada finishes it, Jada might have wrote it and asked Styles to say this, or Styles might have said, hey, let me come in and say this. So, like, if you're working on an album together, there's absolutely nothing wrong with writing for each other. Like, that's, you're working on it. That's why it's a collaboration album, Dan. Yeah, I hear you. I don't have a problem with it either. No, I'm saying that's why it's a collaboration album. Yeah, and I think it's also, you know, politics, probably because 21 on the album, it just says it's on Drake's label. So maybe, yeah, that's why it had to be dominated by Drake so that it does count as a Drake album Hmm. for his projects. You know, it's industry tricks. We don't know. Industry tricks like what Atlantic Records is doing? Yeah, cooking bots. Hey, your brother Don Tolliver, they said he sampled some what old song do it tonight. And then he tried to sample that and you know redo it for the youth. And they said they bodied that joint up and geeked up the algorithm and said, Hey, the suggested artist and all the bots, the messages, this looks cooked. And he put out a statement, and I think he asked the Atlantic Records to put out a statement. And Bobby Schmurda and Young Boy are beefing. Bobby, what do you Schmurda. mean cooking up bots? Like they have like little farms? Yeah, Bobby Schmurda said they got packages, man. You could buy, you could buy bots, and cook your numbers. And he said because he's independent, he does more of his residuals and other things. So he was like, yeah, these. Uh, labels they be tricking you with the bots and whoopty whoop young boy ain't as big as you think whoopty whoop I don't know why they had beef but whatever yeah that beef was just weird uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think too oh yeah because Rowdy Rebel on Matt Hoffa's show said he was speaking on the situation where King Von was murdered and he was saying that he feels like in today's time people of our generation they never stopped to say you know what my bad i'm sorry it was my fault like I, I stepped out of line he was like in a little tim situation when he was fighting he already had the blicky in his hand he could have popped out the car it was just like yo yo back the fuck up off my man's like yo what's up what's going on type shit like he was saying his first thought was to jump out and automatically shoot so that's when nba young boy was like anybody know you pull out with a gun like you're going to get your head blown off if you don't shoot first type of thing. And then that's how it happened. Um, mm -hmm. And that's why they went back and forth. And then Bobby just started talking weird. And yeah, he said, it'll boom him. And then uh, on camera, 
Yeah, and then he said, "I'll." And then NBA Young Boy said, "Bomb on you!" Ha ha ha! He was having fun, all peace and love. I like that attitude. Yeah, yeah. they want to like each other, but since Good job, NBA Young Boy, they want to like each other, but since they're like street niggas, one can't be like overly nice to the other because that's how like street people operate. If one is like overly nice to the other first, then that one's a bitch to everybody and. Is that what they Hell told you back in the day? That's just how stupid, weird street niggas think on a rap level. All right. So who else is who else are you cooking numbers for at Atlantic Records? I think it's interesting that Don Tolliver wanted to remix. Baby, we can do it. Take your time. Do it right. Yeah, yeah. Do it that, the original. I'm so old that I like the original one too much. So like you know you can't remix that whoa you didn't like that i mean i didn't hear it yet but i just know it's not yeah, better than that one yeah you're the dj that don't be hearing nothing nigga well that's I not gonna do anything to your favorite artists you're the dj that don't listen to music that nobody wants to hear like come on son whoa nobody wants you said don Tolliver, isn't he a popular young artist He's one of my favorite artists out, but nobody's gonna want to hear that in eight <laughs> parties. But why I know is, what's going on? But why is Atlantic Records cooking the bots? They want this to be a hit. That's my point. They gotta <laughs> like how you were saying, like, oh, back in the days we only had like one or two channels and three stations. It's the same shit now. They're trying to make program people to like it. You refuse to be programmed because you won't even listen. And you did say you're upset with the sample choice, so. No, I mean it'll cross me if it if the streets won't like it. I know, like people, I, the streets aren't gonna like that. That's my not the streets like that, but just I know uh, what you mean. They're the not world, like yes. Like, that's my mean. point. When I, I I know what the world likes and wants to hear, and that's the music I listen to. Play that at the Sweet Sixteen. No, or at the wedding. No, I get to play shit like walking out and stuff at the wedding. They're thirty plus. Yeah, music that we actually have fun to and dance to. Whoa! Now walk it out, walk it out, walk it. I can't wait to play that shit. Are you gonna play Andre 3000's verse? Of course. Not Jim Jones' verse stuff, but Andre 3000's. Brooks walk it out, Queens walk it out, all on balling. No, even though it's not bad, I'm just not playing that. Well, you know who should have cooked numbers, sweetie. Oh Lord, have mercy! Too All right, crazy. before we go, I, I I've always had a bias with West Coast rap girls. It's not I, many of them, huh? Said there's not many of them. Well, there have been a few. I can't really think of them right now because they weren't <laughs> didn't really do that much. But I'm when saying. they do, when they do try to pop out, I always have a bias that a lot of West Coast rap girls don't since they're not from the south they can't really like because it's already hard enough for west coast artists to touch the rest of the country because they're like on an island with their culture and their swag and just the way they talk where they walk there's nobody else that's similar to them like an atlanta person and a chicago person is more similar to each other than a chicago and a west coast person same thing with atlanta philly dc new york memphis uh all that shit like you know i mean florida all that shit's kind of similar so when a girl, like a Southern girl comes out, she can make something that will resonate with a lot of people. Even we've seen with Cardi B, you know what I'm saying? Bia, she ain't really killing it like that, but a whole lot of money like was getting played. It was all, like on some Southern stuff. 
the West Coast girls that rap don't be having like swag like that. That can like really it be like on some like Fergie, um, Iggy Azalea kind of shit. They be like, Maya had swag, but then you said she turned into T Boz. She turned too much into T Boz. Um, Kamaya did have swag, and I just think that it's hard for. I'm trying to figure out the right words. It's hard for women who aren't that feminine in their swag to kill it these days, in my opinion. These days, unless you gotta be like Missy and like be on some real creative shit to do it. Um, the brat was she was, a, she was a freaky rapper too. Yeah, that's my point. But like Young M.A., who's one of the, who probably is the <laughs> best, who's the best like female rapper to me, can't. She Out of Rap me. City? I, mean, I never listened to her before. No disrespect. She's like <laughs> real hip hop, hip hop. I'm not going over there. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's not, I'm not going over there. But um, yeah, um, Young M.A. is the best to me. She, she always gets like one song a year, but she ain't really at the top. Like she should be, like her skills are. And um, Kamaya, I'm just I'm speaking about this because because you mentioned Kamaya, and I just think you know Kamaya once again is West Coast. They they stuff don't resonate everywhere except Detroit, and it's you know what I mean. And like you like you mentioned, she became too much of T boss but yeah, there's like a disconnect with Sweetie because because she's and this might sound funny, but she's way too like beautiful and has too much star power to only do 2K. So like what everyone's saying, her team and those around her definitely drop the ball for her people are saying uh what was it youngberg he said that uh she tried to mess around and switch up the formula instead of sticking with what works she tried to switch up her style and yeah it didn't work she probably tried to go like on some west coast shit because yeah, she was doing song rest in peace she had a song with draco she was trying to Show people she can really rap instead of just m- trying to make hits. Her last and her last hit was a remix of Petey Pablo, which is a southern record. Mm. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I don't know. Maybe they're, I don't know. I just feel like it's weird. And her other song, My Type, is a sample of what, right? Uh, which one is the blow the whistle? Oh, which one's the blow the whistle sample? Doesn't she have a hit that's a blow the whistle sample? I know she has frequently. That's a, uh, what's the other hit she has? Oh, no. But um, she do got that one song, Live and Motion. We causing a commotion. I put it in, I put it in. That sound like some, like shit you hear in a movie. Oh, I think the other song is, oh yeah, Tap In. Mm. Blow the whistle sample, yeah, Tap In. I think people like blow the whistle too much that it didn't let that do that good. But tap in, hey, my type was the number twenty one song in America. My, tap in was number twenty. Hmm. Yeah, my type is the bigger song. It's triple platinum, but tap in is platinum. So yeah, it was, that was her last. That and then all oh, best friend with Doja Cat. And that's West uh, Coast tapping. That's crazy. And this album never came out, but it has two hit songs on it. I just think that there's, I'm just confused that in the whole 2010s, there hasn't been one, or let's just say from 2000, whenever Cardi came out. What is that? 2016, 17? Yeah, 2018 is when her album came out. Because before 
Cardi, it was literally only Nicki, really, like on the major league level I'm talking about. I'm just surprised that after Cardi, after Meg, in the last four years, like the West Coast hasn't, I mean, it's sweetie, but I'm just shocked that the West Coast doesn't produce more female rappers, like out of LA, out of the Bay. Like, it's weird to me. You see him coming from Texas. You got Flo Millie from uh, Mobile, Alabama, Rico Nasty, Maryland. Even Memphis got Glorilla. They got Juicy Fruit, who does the song for P-Valley. Got a whole record, girls. K-Carbon, they got a whole record, shorties. And it's just weird to me. It's just weird to me, the West Coast. Who's the biggest female West Coast rapper that you can think of, of all time? Of all time? Is it because they disrespect women too good? I don't know. Yeah, because it's Mm -hmm. not. It's not yo-yo, isn't it? Like, Remember you said they're the best at disrespecting women? They are. <laughs> they are the best at disrespecting women. I feel like that has to be... I don't know, it's just weird. They're in culture too much. Yeah, like, I just feel like it's just weird. The West Coast never really had... South is uh, very disrespectful, too. They're very good. Yeah, but they don't make songs like... Uh, Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. And they, it's just not as popular. That's the difference. The West Coast, like it's on doggy style. It's on the chronic. Their misogyny. It's on dog. It's on their classic albums. It's on uh, uh, the NWA stuff where they kill a prostitute for no reason. Yeah, they yeah West Coast. They're sick in the head. Like shout out to Free Man. He got married, man. Like even. Chicago had Shauna and the Brat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but the Brat and they both had to go to Atlanta. I'm it's just saying. Funny. I'm just saying they have one though. Yeah, but you wouldn't know they from there. They had to. Yeah, t- you would. I always knew Shauna was from Chicago, but they had to tell us. I mean, it's. I mean, only girl you know that they're from there is Glorilla in May. You said Glorilla? Yeah, like you wouldn't know Cardi's from, well, you can tell by her accent, but not her beats. Who, not Cardi her music beat? style. Yeah, not her music but style. But she's a New Yorker. Like but you don't, her beats, she ain't rap, she not rapping on no New York beats. New York beats in the 2010s are non-existent. They don't have a signature sound anymore. New that, York but she, have just been fought, so that's why for her to rap on other beats and it makes sense because New York doesn't have a style anymore. Did Chicago have a signature style when Shauna was out? No. Yeah. That's why they had to go to Atlanta. That's the, exactly. That's the point. That's why they had to go to Atlanta. So I'm just saying. Even Nikki Nikki had to go to Atlanta and link up with them. So that's it. Niggas had to go down there. French had to go down there. I'm just saying though. I'm just saying though. So the fact that the West, but you would say, but you would say, all right, like with the modern, I guess the quote unquote modern New York sound would be the boom bap shit they doing now with like Harry Fraud was doing and the Griselda niggas rock Marciano, but yeah, the girls ain't gonna rap on that because those niggas don't move units. They have Armani Caesar, right? Yeah, and she's not moving units, even though she's beautiful. She but, is. She's amazing. But that's my point again. Like it's just weird that. I don't want to stay on it too long, but it's just weird that the West Coast hasn't like like you say, yo-yo, no disrespect to yo-yo. You know, she did acting and she's has the song with Ice Cube, but that's their biggest one. Like that's crazy. 
Yeah, it's got to be someone else I'm forgetting, but... Because that means Glorilla's past her. Shauna damn near is past her. She had the getting some song of a two short sample. Even Miami had Trina and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Eve. But the West Coast, none. Oh, yeah, Eve out of Philly. Like, a lot of places have had a female rapper that was, like, doing big things, but the West Coast. Yeah. So I think that has something to do with Sweetie's. Now they have girl. one now. I forgot. Doja Cat. That's their girl. Oh yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's no. the girl. They finally no. got one. No. Doja Cat. Let me see. Yeah, she's from there. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's their girl. Dang, they got one. She's not a she's not just a rapper though. Exactly. That's what they need, LA, because she's multicultural. But she, she being racial. She being uh like chats with like right wing white people, so she don't. Count. She's biracial, girl. She's biracial. Is Lizzo a rapper? Sure, you know. Go ahead. She wants to be a rapper. If you want to be in this hip hop, well, who am I to say you're not? Because they bring up the point that the niggas be singing to and niggas call them rappers. Why can't Doja Cat be called a rapper and Lizzo? They are rappers. Let them well, in. She's- She's from Minneapolis, so that's another one for the Midwest. Yeah, salute. But yeah, shout out Doja Cat. She's a girl. I miss yo, yo. I miss when Doja Cat was thick. We, we ain't gonna say nothing. Was uh was <laughs> was Mia X ever bigger than Yo Yo? Uh, I would say so. Maybe yeah. Dang, that's crazy. Mia X, the biggest mama, was bigger. We 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 already gonna definitely say. Gangsta Boo in the chat or above her. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, yeah, come on, man. I mean, shout out, yo, yo. I mean, no disrespect. I don't maybe something happened. We don't know what happened in their life. And they, just and to not stay on this for too much longer, I'm just interested. But um Atlanta doesn't have a, like a popping female rapper right now, do they? They got Miss Lotto, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for correcting me. There we go. That's tight, because I'm happy because Atlanta has been running rap. I feel like, you know, I mean, if you killing it, like you, sh- there should be like a, a a woman that pops up out of your scene too, in my opinion. Yeah, shout out Houston. They got Meg The Stallion. Niggas are getting rappers now. The ladies are showing up out of the major cities. That's good to see. That shows me that it's a very healthy rap scene, in my opinion. Yeah. Hey, well, let's go into, you know, what should Sweetie do to boss up her career? What producer would you put her with? Get your A&R bag on. Get your DJ bag on. What would you do to help her pop? Hitmaker. That's who I'm, call- oh, I'm calling. Okay. Calling Hitmaker. I wish Mustard. Where's Mustard at? I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know where he is. Um. Yeah, hitmakers all I can really think about because DJs aren't really like I mean producers aren't really like and there's so many of them that are really good like they don't really nobody's really in in first place to me as the producers go maybe you can correct me but um and nobody has like a unique enough style like if it was like the 2000s you might say Oh, you can go to Timberland if you kind of want this kind of thing. You can go to always can go to the Neptunes if you want this. You can go to Swiss Beats if you want this. You know what I'm saying? 
to me, there's there's not that much of a distinction, but I would definitely put her with Hitmaker or like try to link her with Blast people. Um, since I'm a like I know about like like a lot of Bay Area rap, she needs to uh hit up the HBKs and holla at Pilo. You know what I'm saying? Who's done stuff with Dom Kennedy and just a lot of other people, but he he can do some get up stuff. But I'll put it with Kenny Beats too, somebody like that. I don't know. Word. It's funny how the producers really got mad at Khaled. <laughs> um, but it's it's bad, you know. And I think Sweetie's such a star that she's gonna be around for a little while because of things other than music. Like kind of like a uh, Cassie. You know, Cassie was but a very what, pretty. But what did Cassie really do? She what models? Yeah, but she had that. She, uh, she had that one song though, "Me and You." That joint's still about. Well, yeah, that's a masterpiece. And she did stuff with Ryan Leslie. Yeah, yeah, musically, and, you know, the relationship didn't work out, and you know, Puffy stole her allegedly, and you know. But I just think Sweetie is in that kind of lane, like. I'm pretty, of course, like you were saying, I get what you're saying. Like Cassie didn't really do anything but model, but I could see Sweetie, like her personality. Sweetie's not going to, because, you know, we know what the industry is. Cassie has the conventional model body. Sweetie does not. So I don't know. I don't think modeling. I could see Sweetie on like commercials and maybe like a TV show, (laughs) maybe like a movie. No, TV show sitcom. Yeah, or like maybe like a role in a movie, but I could definitely see her doing like promotional things, like go next door, like a Macy's commercial or something, or like Whoa, doing something family. for like Mountain Dew or some shit. Like you know, what I'm saying I could see her doing stuff like that, and because I think last year's New Year's she was like one of the main like host people of one of like the shows. Like she was like there. I kept seeing her over and over, and um, so I could see her doing stuff like that, like. Sweetie's gonna be hosting the blah 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 type of thing. If she does all plays all her cards right, but I'm just saying I can see her being around for things outside of music. So it's kind of you know kind of sucks that she's always gonna have that stain on her. Even though I'm not really a fan of her. yeah yeah producing change. They made logic. They made fruity loops. It's mm. called too easy. It's called you tell a computer what to program. That's why you see everybody's a producer and a DJ now. But it takes a great producer like me to tell them the sounds is garbage. They're fake. Don't fall for the trap. <laughs> so how come you don't listen to Kamaya as much anymore? Uh, Good Night in the Ghetto was a masterpiece, but she never restored that feeling. It's over. She's decent. Like I hear it. it's like it's cool. It's not bad. It's just it don't hey, it don't stick like Good Night in the Ghetto. Sorry, when you make a masterpiece like that, it's hard to ever live up to it. So it's like, yeah, your other music is just going to be all right. So it's not going to be as magical. So how did how did does that happen to you often? You being like a fan of someone and like them, like losing your fandom. That's the thing. I don't even call it being a fan. The thing is like you made one dope project and then you just never made the projects enough to make me a fan like for me i need more than one project to really become invested like oh all right it's not a fluke i know a lot of niggas that made one dope project and like never could top that again they just would make good projects but hey it's hard even like some people would say Nas is like that like hey he never made an album as good as Omatic again 
Probably <laughs> not, but hey, I still fuck with it. it. Was written heavy. I still like Stillmatic a lot. The untitled album, Distant Relatives, Life is Good, Magic. There's still great moments. But the other artists, it's like, I don't know. Like the reason why I became a future fan because Dirty Sprite was good is because True Story was so good. I was like, dang, he did it again. And this one's better. And then after that, Free Bricks and Streets Calling came out in the same year. I was like, oh, yeah, this guy is too good. That's what I'd be needing. Like, that's when I became a Babyface Ray fan. I heard MIA season two. Then I listened to the EPs. Then I went back. I was like, yeah, this nigga's nice. I need more material than just one project for me to say I'm a fan. But what do you think? Like, are there people that you've fallen out of fandom with? Like, maybe somebody like Uzi or like Payroll Giovanni? Um, I don't know. I wouldn't even say, like, with them, I like their music. But, hey, it's not like I've fallen out of fandom. It's just I check it out. But, hey, it don't hit the same. So it's like, all right. I always have that period of when you were on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's kind of how I am with those. Everybody with those. has a peak. I'm like that with those two. I'm kind of like that with Currency now. Like, I don't really listen to Currency's new music that much. Exactly. But for me, Currency got a top five album this year. That shit's fire. Continuance with Alchemist, my top 25, maybe, maybe it'll be top 10. I don't know. I'm still working it out. My top albums of 2022, it's coming soon. He's still one of my favorite top 10 artists for me of all time. But uh, like, One nigga that I'm falling out of fandom with is this nigga Kanye being annoying. Man. Oh, Lord. I mean, that's I'm awesome. tired of him hanging out with white supremacists and, mm. and uh, you know. Mm, so you don't even just mean the music. Just me realizing, oh, yeah, he's always been twerking for white approval. Even now he wants white supremacist approval. Nick Fuentes. Yeah. And and yeah, 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 you know, lip, 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 lip. Oh. yeah. yeah. Dang, so it's not even just about a music thing, just overall. Yeah, he's just a buster. And even Snoop Dogg, I'm tired of you wearing that doggy style jacket and selling yourself for everything. It's kind of I don't know. Nah, I, I can't fall out of Phantom of Snoop. He's old and I, I like that he can yeah. be on Corona commercials. I don't know. I can't. I, I can't think he signed a bad. I think he signed a three sixty deal with the Illuminati. Like he told us on, uh, murder was the case that he told us he signed a deal with the devil. I think he really did. I think he's just getting money, man. Ain't nothing wrong with Snoop getting money. I'm not. I, I haven't fallen out of fandom with Snoop. I haven't even fallen out of fandom of Ice Cube, even though he wanted to talk to Donnie T. Nah, but that's the thing, nah. But that's the thing. You like them as personalities. You haven't listened to a Snoop Dogg album in probably twenty years. I mean, I listened to the last one and I didn't like it. But do, but you're yeah, okay, all right. So yeah, so he's yeah, so he's been out of their music. But your but your point of Kanye was obviously I know you're talking about the music too, but you did mention yeah, he's, he's twerking for white approval too, and that seems like that was more of the reason than. But that's the point, and the same thing. Snoop Dogg being a corporate shill, both of these things are why their music is mid now. Their intentions, yeah, the, music, the intentions with the music is not good. That's the funny been out for 30 years, man. But that's not, but yeah, so is Nas. That's the funny part. I see niggas like Buster Rhyme Snoop saying, Oh man, you inspiring me, man. And then they drop mid. <laughs> Dang, Buster drops some mid. 
Yeah, his last album, it was it was like 30-something songs. I was like, all right. Man. Oh, yeah, the end of the world, destruction. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> the Book on. of Revelations, whatever that yeah. shit was called. Come on, man. Yeah, like the devil yeah, talking like come on, on the first track. Yeah, come on, man. I was like, man, what is this? Like World level, world ending level event or some shit. Yeah, he did a sequel. You old niggas, don't tell Nas you inspired it and you're dropping Huffy Puffy music. Huffy Puffy music. <laughs> But still, though, like Snoop, when Snoop came out, like Nas can kind of still rap on similar sounds as his Snoop first can album. still rap. Bro, this era is perfect. Yes, it is. It is. No, I'll say he can. He can. And I'll tell yeah, this era, if Snoop Dogg was, that's why, and another reason why I didn't like Snoop as much back then was because I found out this nigga is just a character. He doesn't write his raps. He really is just a character that he's a creative player, nigga. But hey, it's okay. He plays his he plays his role well. But the thing is, this nigga should have been rapping on Cardo Sledgerin beats. He should have been having fun with currency and all them. He yeah. would have been a perfect lifestyle rapper. That should have been how he grew up as an old man. Yeah. But instead, even on the my best life song with Duval, he yeah. he does good enough because that's like his lane. Old yeah, niggas. just being a cool uncle. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Instead, he did Bikini, Linguini. Yeah, and all those Jabberwocky breakdancing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's all I'm like, yeah, Snoop Dogg. I want to rock right now. That's what I'm saying. Snoop Yeah. yeah. It's like, come on, bro. God bless. I still love Snoop and Ye, but I don't know. that. Your top five spots under surveillance in my my favorite artists. Snoop be rapping on Mountain Dew commercial beats. That's what I'm saying, man. How am I supposed to love that? It's nasty. Nas aged well. Scarface aged well. They didn't. But Did Birdman age well? Yes. The the Big Eagle aged beautifully. Shout out everybody out there. Shout out Cash Money, YMCMB. We from the bottom. We came from the bottom. We gonna live at the bottom because we from the bottom and we still at the bottom. Chopper Sue Convo. Because we come yeah. from that. Peace. Yeah.